come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, gamers, to an 8-bit episode of the Saturday Night Freak Show. I'm Colin, and I'm sitting here with... Tom. Brent. Sean. Travis. And we are the Saturday Night Freak Show. Every week we eat some delicious meal food thing that's tied in with whatever we're going to watch. Tonight it was like a giant crazy Candyland cake. Like three layers. We also eat tacos. And tacos. And tacos. There will be pictures. <laughs> and this ties in with tonight's movie. Oh, wait, uh, uh, each one of us picks a movie each week and uh, the rest of us watch it. Then afterwards we talk about it, throw it on the table, we dissect should. it, take it apart, put it back together again. We shame the person for making us watch it. That's what we, that's what we do. The Saturday we, night we, we, <laughs> we sit you down in the gauntlet and we, uh, like, you know, what we... Why? Why do you like what this? What we thought of you. Why was this your choice? Yeah. What did you do to me? What does it say about you as a human being? What's yeah. wrong? But we haven't always disagreed. But this is, I mean, how else would you spend a Saturday night? So tonight's movie, Tom picked Wreck-It Ralph. In 3D. In 3D. 3 Wreck It Ralph uh, is. Welcome back, by the way. Yeah, welcome Welcome back from the gaming convention. Wreck It Ralph is about uh, an 8 bit video game character created 30 years ago back in the glory days of arcades. He's the bad guy in a game called Fix It Felix, and he wants to be a hero, win medals, and in order to do this, he throws the entire arcade system upside down by traveling between games. Into other people's games, more modern, futuristic games, and KD-coded racing games in order to achieve this goal. Is that a pretty good... Yeah. That's kind of... Well, yeah. That's pretty much a synopsis. All right. So, Tom, tell us, why should we watch Wreck-It Ralph? Why'd you, check, why'd you pick Wreck-It Ralph? Why did you do this? Uh, well, I, picked, I chose Wreck-It Ralph because it just came out on Blu-ray. I liked it very much, so I bought it. And uh, no one here has seen it, which is a rare coincidence on the Saturday Night Freak Show. That's true. So um, I wanted to show that. Uh, And it kind of ties into, like, it's also a timing-based thing, because last week I wasn't here because I went to a Midwest Classic Gaming Convention, which is all about old arcade games and, you know, 8-bit gaming and kind of just, like, reliving. I mean, that's, like, a that's a hobby of mine, actually. Like, I mean, I play video games, but, like, I also really enjoy, like, the the retro aspect of a lot of video games. Like, go into old play, you know, like, I go back and play, like, old video games and, like, kind of, like, the collecting and the archiving and the knowledge is kind of something that's right up my alley. So... When I first saw this movie in the theater and heard about it, like, it's, like, totally right up my alley. Because, like, I could pretty much, like, name, like, even, like, when when they were, like, doing, like, a shot of, like, that Grand Central car- Station and there's characters in the background, I can name every one of those characters. Like, oh, if really? I could see yeah. that character, I can name him. Yeah. And, like, or, like, um, like, I was noticing, like, the writing on the walls, there was, like, uh... It was, uh, Shao Kahn was here, this character from, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat, and then there's Leroy Jenkins, which is a, 
World of Warcraft meme, and, like, I could name every one of those characters in that, like, the villain group. So for the avid gamer, there's a lot of payoff in this. Oh, there, there's a lot of cameos, especially if you're, like, a like a classic video game person. Like, I mean, you know, like, you know, you saw Cammy, you saw Chun-Li. Robotnik. Re- Dr. Robotnik. General uh, Bison. Bison, Zangief, although Zangief being in the Villains Club, he's not really a villain, he's actually a hero. So wait, I got a question then. All of the characters, okay, so just basically the Fix-It Felix characters, the Heroes, Duty, and Sugar Rush, these are the three games primarily that we travel through in the movie, all those characters are made up for the movie, but are we saying that every other character is licensed from an existing video yep. game? Every other character that uh, you see. Except, well, okay, so... What about that Satan guy? He seemed like he was just kind of a throw-in. Well, it's okay, yeah, like, the friend? Satan is, like, just... This a is, like, a, a devil character in, yeah, like, like, Ralph's... Satan's, uh, like, a generic Satan. I mean, like, you could say, like, Diablo, you know, and the zombie would be a zombie, generic... Yeah. Kind of like zombie. the House of the Dead zombie. Yeah. Um, he throws things. And I think the gate, like the the gatekeeper that kept like, you know, like the guy that kept like the yeah, warden. The guard. He was a surge protector. Surge I, protector. I, I think he was made up, and then probably like the turbo is made up, but Road Blasters is a legitimate game. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> I remember that game. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The, the yeah, game he absolutely. turbo first took over. That's a legitimate game. Mm. And so, like, a lot of the games in the arcade, when they first saw, like, you know, they'd show the, you know... Yeah, I remember a lot of those cabinets, yeah. yeah. So those are real cabinets, too. Yeah, there's a shot early on when you, like, pull back from the arcade, from the game itself, and you see, like, all these other cabinets, like, next door. I like the way that the characters traveled between games. Yeah. They traveled through the power cords, right, but... You actually get to see like what inside the power cords look like when you get to the uh, I guess it's the uh, the it is a, the surge protector right yeah. that all the power cords are plugged into that's game Grand Central Station game Central where Station, like yeah. all of these uh, video game characters go to hang out like in between uh, you know quarter yeah, was, drops or live if they're homeless like Hubert 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 it was cool how you got <laughs> to see when they uh, unplug one of those you know you even see. Uh, you know, how the outlet, how, you know, yeah, basically you're looking yeah. at the inside of an outlet as well. Yeah, I didn't notice yeah. that yeah, until right? they unplugged it. I'm like, oh my God. Like, the, the <laughs> terminal is, an, it's the outlet. Yeah, because you can see the prongs coming yeah. out. It's that really was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, that was neat. Yeah, this this movie's not without its clever moments. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. And like, I mean, when I first saw this movie, I mean, I akin it to pretty much, it's it's like, I always thought it was like very parallel to like, like, Wreck-It Ralph is to, like, video games what Toy Story was to toys. Now, is it, though? I mean, uh, see, I that's I think where it I, is. Because Toy I Story, you're like, oh, there's the Etch-A-Sketch, there's the Dinosaur, Mr. Potato Head. I mean, those are all classic toys, be it classic as in, like, from the 60s, but, you know, <laughs> a little bit m- more classic than what is in the video game world, but... Yeah. yeah, and it's the after everybody's looking at it, you know, here's the life that they have. You know, they're throwing parties for each other. I think Wreck-It Ralph, or Fix-It Felix celebrates a 30-year anniversary. So all the characters have, like, a anniversary party with fireworks and stuff like that. This is all after the humans have left and the arcade is closed for the night. So kind of like Toy Story. 
it just it feels like once they get into the candy world, like it becomes. I think they spent the the movie spent way too much time in that candy. World. <laughs> yeah, it feels like, like a candy movie. You yeah, know? it I mean, did actually. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was my like actual issue. Like I kind of wish that they like dived into more like like you know bounce from world to world more. Right. You know, like or maybe dealt with the theme of like you know dealt more with the theme of like he's a thirty year old game and. Where do old video games do they, you know, like yeah, kinda if he would have like constantly skipped into higher, like higher grade games that he's yeah. like, oh, I'm, you know, what am I gonna do? I'm just an eight bit guy. This yeah. is the crazy thirty two bit world. And even right? I think graphically they could have started him out like with an eight bit look more. Right, and maybe change yeah. from game to game. Like he started on eight bit. If he yeah. went into the yeah. super detail yeah. HD game, he'd level up That'd be cool. as it were. Right. Instead, yeah. it's just this. CG look throughout. I mean, when you're inside the games, it's always, you know, that crisp, clean. CG. Yeah, but there, there, I mean, there's some, there's some inconsistent, there's some inconsistencies because like Wreck-It Ralph moves with like a fluid animation. Fix-It Felix moves with a fluid animation. Yeah. But yeah. the characters, like the the people that live in the tower, they still move in that like. Doot, Right. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Which is which is cool, but then like everybody else moves with like a fluid animation. So, I mean, hey, the space the space marine her laser gun. What that sound effect was that? Halo. What was that from? I've heard that laser blast. Probably like Halo. Was it Halo? Oh. I, mean, I would bet because I, I mean when he puts on his all the the armor and everything he looks like Master Chief. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's those are Halo probably sound more of a Halo thing. All right. I know the the explanation part was Metal Gear like one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. was kind of yeah. like what Brent was saying. It's like after a while, like you know, they spent so much time in the game's called Sugar Rush, and it's this world that's populated by uh, candies. I mean, it's a and Mar- they, it's a Mario Kart ripoff world, and they look like. Candy. I mean, it looks like physical world candy, not like video game representations. Yeah, right. Mean, so it kind of, yeah. I mean, after a while, I was like, this doesn't really feel like a video game movie like at all. It yeah, feels like this is, a, this is a candy yeah. land right. movie. <laughs> the part yeah. where they even they make more jokes, like candy jokes versus video game jokes. Yeah. You know, like they got the Laffy Taffy coming yeah, out, yeah, yeah. Laugh, and they've got the Nest Quicksand, Nestle yeah. Quicksand, but. Yeah, in in a video game world, you want to see more video game jokes. I mean, there were there were video game like tropes with like when she was actually racing. Those were very much like if you if, yeah. you, if you played like Mario Kart, right. you know, like okay, she's power sliding, she's grabbing up, or sure. she's grabbing yeah. power ups, and she's using the power ups, and and I mean like she you know she's taking like the hidden shortcuts and stuff like that. I mean, so like use the knowledge of gaming and not necessarily just like the visual like. Right. Yeah. 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 And I'm watching this, and by the time they get to the final credits, the end credits of the film are stay so much more true to actual video games than the rest of the movie do does. Yeah. Just I mean that to me was more satisfying just going through the different eras and different generations of platforms and gaming. Yeah, seeing uh, the uh, beating up the car with uh, Ryu. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. That's what I expected from a video game jumping movie. You know, you'd expect, you know, at least, I don't know, like five or six different 
type right, of levels yeah, yeah. or games you would experience. And yeah, I was really like, kind of let down. Yeah. Uh, that it was only yeah, you get two really you just get two. But Sugar Sugar Rush isn't very that overall very like an interesting world to begin with. Like that too. Not if you're expecting a video game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah right. you're just like, I okay. mean, like you kind of like I mean, Heroes Candy Duty. World. It's like okay, I can kind of see this. This is kind of like Call of Duty, yeah. uh, like a, a Halo type of ripoff. I see this. You're making first-person shooter references. Yeah, and it, at least he took place in the mission in that game, where he didn't even race it in the Candyland at all. <laughs> he just showed up. Yeah. yeah, and it's like really the only time that they use the 3D really good because they they have what they call the first-person shooter. When somebody puts in their money and wants to play the actual arcade game, this like robot screen goes along with the general or whoever. Yeah, it was is. pretty neat. Yeah. And they show you kind of, you know, from the screen point of view of a first-person shooter. And I've always thought that 3D, what they do really well, like, no matter what, is, like, glass. Like, looking through glass. And you get that feeling because they have, like, the graphics up on the glass. and oh, like the heads-up display right. thing on that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you can still look through, and you can still get this whole world, you know. Which is, I, I really like the Hero's Duty world versus... The Sugar Rush. I really wish they would have yeah. spent more time. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. World. I was more interested so. when they got there. But then again, you know, like part of it is I'm wondering, okay, is it is it my age group, you know, and the games that I would play would be more <laughs> along the lines sure. of like the hero. Yeah. You know, it's like I remember the Wreck It Ralph type, you know, eight bit game. I'd probably be playing the Hero's Duty now. So it's like, okay, so now we're gonna go spend all this time in Candyland. You know, it's like, yeah, <sighs> you know. <laughs> so right. it's kind of let down. I think like the next part of that where I kind of perked up was uh, when the uh, the villain uh, has figured out a way to actually go into and edit the code of the game, which was that was kind of uh, an interesting yeah. visualization for that. It's like a, you know, like another world where it's all like the black void, he went and there's the all Matrix. these little. Yeah, there's all these little, uh, like, not fluorescent, but what am I, bio, like luminescent fiber optic strands connecting all the little memory nodes. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And they do have, I mean, the nemesis, the the uh, the current nemesis that's kind of, it's this bug from the hero's duty that is has has attached himself or itself to Wreck-It Ralph. And then Wreck-It Ralph lands in Sugar Rush, and it's it is like this, you know, it's almost like this Matrix-like bug. It's this, you it know, yeah. computer-like bug that is anything that it eats, it becomes. So it's just like absorbing this this candy world. It's taking over the world, and yeah, but it, it's it is a virus, yeah. And it's leaving these pods. In its secret lair underground. Which that felt a lot like lair. aliens, right? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. When he first started walking up the thing, I'm like, this is like aliens? I was like, this is like aliens. What the going on? Well, it was grabbing onto his face. I mean, <laughs> you know, he was. <laughs> but then again, you know, most. It seems like most of those, like, sci fi shooter video games have taken their cue from, you know, the alien movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Halo feels like aliens, the game, <laughs> you know, the, the colonial mm. marines running around, so. Right. Uh,. Yeah, Rico's which is the one ass. that had the little <laughs> pods that was attached to your face? They would attach to the screen, and you couldn't get them off. Uh, that would be Half Life. That was Half Life. Did I ever play Half Life? Where <laughs> 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 did I see these? Were things? you just thinking of the aliens? Oh, well, well, first Predator game or okay, the so Marines game? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Half Life has head grabs. 
Head grabs. Head grabs. Like head, little no head crabs. And oh, head crabs. Crabs that like, go onto your okay. face. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. very much like the worst I mean, kind of crabs. Yeah. Yeah. Very much like aliens. Yeah. 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 Mm. Impossible to get off. Well, yeah, I wish, like, because, I mean, during the credits of this, you know, it shows them actually go to, like, a Dance Dance Revolution game. It goes to that Street Fighter. It's like, man, it would have been cooler to see, like, you know, he's trying to get this hero gold coin. That way he can go back to his own game. And But, yeah, it would have been cooler to see him, like, do different obstacles to try to win the, the uh, gold medal and maybe, like, pick up friends along the way or... You know, something like that. You could have built a little bit of a cast, a little, a little yeah. journey story. Right. Hit yeah. up more games. Yeah, yeah. You know, get other real world game gamer characters involved. Oh, for sure. That would have been nice. Yeah. In his quest. Oh yeah, I thought like you would have definitely seen like Mario or Mega Man. I mean, I was surprised how much Sonic was out there. Sonic was pretty out there in this movie. What's the princesses? Uh, I know princesses were in there. Luigi was at the taffer table. Was he? Was he in the back? <laughs> yeah, he was that was kind of cool. Was the taffer yeah. show. That was yeah. like the bar. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, Ken, well, Ken and Ryu were in the first table. Yeah, Ken and Ryu. The very, 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 very far back. Huh, you, him. you saw, like, the tip of Luigi. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, I noticed that shit. Is there a commentary on this movie? Like, is that one of the special features? You know, I, I think I there would have to be. I bet it's not, right? I don't know. Because Disney, they're usually, they don't. You know they're making kids movies. They don't care about giving like the the adult geek like any sort of like info or insight on the production of the movie. They're just like, hey kids, you want to know how we animated this? <laughs> no, I know I know Joust was in there because they saw the like one of the first shots is like the Joust guy in bird landing and the Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden, he was in the support group, right? There was like a ninja, but he's not a bad guy. There was like a ninja oh? in the support group. Yeah, uh, maybe it was like Sub Zero. You know, I, I think yeah. it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was no, uh, no, no audio commentary on Disney movies. It wasn't no. more like a. I think that was no more odd. like a Sub Zero. That's what I was thinking too. Oh or, yeah, was, yeah. And he was all black yeah. though. He was the generic. Yeah, yeah generic. Yeah, he, he, yeah. But he had the, the Sub Zero. Yeah, he had all that on. Where's Ninja generic. Gaiden? Where's my Ninja Gaiden? Well, see, that's what I. That's <laughs> what I thought it was at first, but no. He's a good guy. Yeah. So this is like, okay, so, I mean, we're saying that there's all these shout-outs to all these video games that have existed, like, you know, since the creation of video games. Pac-Man himself gets, like, a pretty prominent role. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Pac-Man and the ghost, yeah. So, I mean, but the audience for this movie is, we're we're guessing, generally generally uh children, right? Mm -hmm. So the, all the, they go out of their way to license all these figures for, uh, who we, who's the intended audience of that? Is it the like the parents of the kids who remember playing these things, or is it the adult gamer who well, watched the movie? I think because the, the, I mean the maybe it was a bait and the switch. Ga- the game got announced at like uh, I mean the movie got announced like the, the movie was first announced at like at Comic Con or GEC or something. Oh, like so that. they were taking full advantage of like they the, were they, they were going for the sure. adult yeah. gamer. Yeah, audience. they were going for the gamer. They know audience. what they were doing when they first licensed this game. It was more for the gamer audience. Mm. It was more. And well, even like Pac-Man and Cubert, that's almost like a generation. I mean, above us. I mean, that's you know, like my dad. No, that's was my really playing. Nah, no, that's mine. The hell, man. Atari. Pac-Man, are you serious? Yeah. I was like five. Dude, I, you guys are old. Oh, okay, there was we're talking with old. Guys. I remember. Okay, so like, I mean, I guess 
But, I, mean, I was like, thinking about this. Tapper. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was, what the hell? I remember root beer tapper. That was the fucking oldest. Oh god. Oh no. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this, and like when I went to the Midwest Classic Gaming Convention, and really like, like I remember a time. Like video games, and and the reason they interest me so much is because like I was around since like the beginning of video games. Pong. Yeah, so but like, you were like two years old. No, no, no. See, like I How remember. Old are you? Oh my god, you How are like old? a vampire. But like <laughs> I remember, uh, you know, it was a painting of you. I remember when Atari first came out. I remember what? before Atari. No, Turbo Graphics. You weren't even was born. That before Atari. Turbo Graphics. But dude, I had like an Atari. Well, there was like, there you was, had it, well, yeah. Sure, you had it. Yeah, but there time. wasn't anything. I mean, I remember when Atari was around and there was no competing uh, system. And then it was like Intellivision, I think, yeah. showed up. And then ColecoVision. <laughs> no, there was the Odyssey, the Magnum Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah, the shit with the fucking cassette tapes. Yeah, yeah. I remember that for like the Commodore 64 computer. I remember the ColecoVision Atom computer that had the cassette tapes. But what did they like, had all of this at the Midwest Classic Game <laughs> Convention, by the way. When did when did Pac Man first come out? When was oh god, that had to be like eighty two? Eighty two. Eighty one, eighty two. I remember I had a book at one point that was like how to beat <laughs> it was like how to beat video or how to win at video games and it had like strategies, like multi page strategies for Pac Man, Donkey Kong, Frogger. Was there a game called Kicks? You yeah. remember that game called Kicks? It was all like the fractals or some crap. There's was Tempest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, like that was what was at the arcade when I was a kid, going, you know, first actually, like, you know, there's these video games. Like growing up, Asteroids. though. Asteroids. What I mean for me, it's Mario. As that's that's like I think yeah, yeah. I felt Nintendo like that came a lot later to me. Oh no, yeah. Nintendo really? was the first thing. Yeah, I ever, for 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 me, Nintendo came a lot later because really? Mario and Duck. Yeah, I mean, like, it was probably I remember like two years, but it felt like because Nintendo know, was what eighty four. Somewhere around yeah, I think it was eighty three, eighty four. I remember like Sunday afternoons, you know, me and my dad having like Galaga contests. Okay. Wow. And what age are you at? That man is playing Galaga. (laughs) (laughs) Thought we wouldn't notice. Avengers got shot up, but we did. How does he see out of this thing? (laughs) And just like you know, this is at the arcade or at home? At home. On which system? Atari Twenty Six Hundred. And you're what age? At this point. Thirty (laughs) six. No, I mean I'm sorry. (laughs) When you're when When you're playing the games. You know, I, I don't I don't remember at what age I was. I remember like. I don't know. I mean, I re- the Nintendo wasn't out okay. for sure. So when you look back, like when I look back, it's a fog, and then there's Mario, and then oh, like wow. Pac-Man and Pitfall. For and what you people don't know, like Brent spent the first twelve years of his life in an actual fog. <laughs> <laughs> that was called. I think that was called the womb. <laughs> I remember twelve like, years in the womb. The first nine months were kind of foggy. Yeah. It was a heartbeat. It was weird. Well, we had an awesome, like, I remember when the arcades came around. I mean, I remember there was an arcade that I'd go to. They had, like, the black lights and all that. It, it was, like, you know, this dark, you know, <laughs> sinister kind of place with all these, you know, the noises. And then there was, like, the malls started getting arcades. Aladdin's Castle. Oh. Yeah, right. yeah, they'd put in these big, you know, like, they'd take over full storefronts. Right, remember when that arcades. was big? 
arcades in the mall and shit. Yeah. You and don't see Like, that every anymore. mall had it. And then, like, yeah. pizza parlors, you know? Like, we had Godfather's oh, yeah. Pizza here. Oh, there. yeah. And Pizza Hut, you know, they'd have, like, you know, the one or two, or they'd have the little, like, the arcade game room, you know? So that stands out more than, like, Mario and Sonic and... Well, just me, because I I, got, I came in late. I went like uh, Sega. I got like into Sega like after they had been out for like a year or two. Oh, so if you guys got in when you know Nintendo was new, Sega. I never played any of the Mario games. Okay, but I mean, I remember when they were around. Right. <clears throat> so. See, I also, I also took it. I mean, I took a dual path. Like you know, I had the Atari and Nintendo and that stuff like that. Whoa. But then I also had like the computers too. So like. Yeah, and when did the computer stuff start getting big? Because that's like that's been that's computers have been big since like yeah yeah because computer games were big games. before yeah. computer games were big before I was even born. Where did we oh, see that Evil there. Dead video game? What year was that? Was the, that the one for the, the very for the first Evil Dead video game? Yeah, or one twenty eight or something. Like, I mean, that's got to be like you early know, I had an uncle 80s. that worked for like IBM, and he would be like, "Here, you have some like games," and they'd be like, you know, like. Dude, I remember, like, games used to be crack at school, and the hallway you had, like, yeah. a floppy disk yep. you'd bring in, and, like, yep. some guy would give you, like, 26 games or something yeah. on a floppy disk. Yeah. And they were all sorts of weird shit. Actually, I remember the Rocky Horror Picture Show video game. Bam. Cool. The Friday the 13th video game. Well, I would always want to play the movie ones. Yeah. Which Friday the right. 13th? What, the NES one? That's the one I remember. Oh That's the one I played. That's the worst game in the world. That's the one I played. Jason would pop up. There's a boat and a lake, and there's... And yeah, yeah. It? Oh, yeah. If I you got to the, if you went, actually went on the lake, you'd be in a canoe, and then he'd like, <laughs> he'd like swoosh past you. And for yeah. some reason, there's like those white zombies that pop out of the ground. Dude, the had Jaws Nintendo game was fucking. That was crazy. Jaws. Freaking oh. Top Gun the video game was hard as hell. Oh, I couldn't even like take yeah, off. I couldn't oh, even yeah, do anything yeah. on no, it. You can't even take off. What are you talking about, man? It's 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 the most impossible. The fucking refueling was the. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, refueling yeah, is horrible. Refuel yeah, remember you had like yeah, fucking mid-air refuel. Oh, that was a fucking pain in the ass. There's so many of those games that like they weren't oh, fun. God. They were just like <laughs> dude, Karate dude, Kid the game. Oh my god, you get to the third level or the hurricane level. Oh my god, it's just like frustrating. You just want to like reason to pull your hair out. Karate yeah, but a lot of those, like, game. those really, like, the really early ones, like, what, it's like, it's like track and field and turbo. Right. And, like, uh, karate. It's like, ice hockey. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going like back to, like, the uh, fat guy, the medium guy. Yeah, dude, the skinny <laughs> dude. That's what it's all about. And Tron, yeah. Tron. Tron. Goddamn oh, Tron, Tron video game. Yeah, Tron. but, I mean, a lot of them, like, they didn't have an end. You know, it would just, like, the levels would, you know, you'd keep going and keep you'd, going. Yeah, you'd pass the level. It would be a set level of things that you'd do, and then... It would just repeat, like, a little harder, or else faster. It'd have a kill screen where it just, it would, like, freeze. It would just, like, you know that? Yeah. No more. I was never good enough to actually get to any of those. Yeah, They would change colors, though. This color scheme would be different. Every level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is something new. I think the last game I played that was like that was Zombies Ate My Neighbor. Oh, God, I love that game. It just keeps going and going. I don't think there's an end to that game. It just gets stupid. But those are all different levels. There's like 99 levels in that thing. There's got to be more than that because I swear I played it for like a whole summer, like trying to. This is like, dude, there is no getting near the end of this game. I love that game. I'm going to lay it down. Contra. Contra. Oh, Contra. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking like Contra and Choplifter. Konami. Uh, <laughs> which, which like, one of the reasons I had to laugh is in uh, Wreck-It Ralph when he, yeah. when, yes. he, when he went into the vault 
He gets on. He gets. There's a Nintendo pad. And he's like up, up, down, yep. up, right. He, he's of like course start. they had to. He's like he put yeah. in the Contra Konami code. Konami code. Yeah. Konami. <laughs> Gotta have your thirty lives. Which is a game you cannot beat without that. Yeah, code. you just can't. Well, same thing with like Life Force. Not you ever possible. play Life Force? Mm. Which oh also uses God. the Konami code. Yeah, dude. You, you have to have, You have to use the Konami code on Life Force, or there's just no. Uh, maybe little Japanese boys can do it. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. It's amazing that that's all ingrained in our skulls. Oh, you know? yeah. It's, 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 that's it's all that's culture, that's, man. That's up, up, down, down, left, right. I mean, that's culture. <laughs> that's that's just something. I mean, yeah. first cheat code. Well, first popular one, I'm sure. Yeah, it's the first popular cheat code. Everybody, and, and everybody that still shows like, up in current games today. Yeah. Does it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, they still everybody use it. Yeah, you get Easter eggs like and three, stuff. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. Getting certain levels are on the on the menu screen, type it in. and Oh, yeah. It's out there still. I wasn't as much as a video game guy as I was a Chuck E. Cheese guy. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. What was the other yeah. Celebration Station. Celebration Station? Yeah. Isn't that, that the, like, rip-off uh, one? I've never heard of that. Celebrations. I see, I always, Are you like, talking about Showbiz, Bob? Showbiz Pizza? They changed it to Showbiz Pizza. Yeah. No, there well, was, that was a the same. Celebration yeah, Station, right? Yeah, there was. I remember, yeah, I remember going. Because I'd always wanted like to go to Celebration Station. But it was like the knockoff of Chuck E. Cheese. Instead Where? of Chuck E. Cheese. Huh. Why? It's crazy. Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz Pizza had like movie posters. It like it like had video games, but then it had like a weird movie theater atmosphere where you got to see like well, Jaws uh, like parody posters and like oh wow oh yeah you don't remember that no, I don't remember yeah that. it was a big thing like I don't know what one had to do with the other but for some reason when you went to the big hall where you actually ate the pizza and watched the fucking robots <laughs> they still got the robots <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I can't, I can't even say the last time they're probably they still singing do I diddy they apparently are not there's like one of those uh, still in existence in the country and I think it's ours <laughs> really yeah the actual the stage show Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, really? I, yeah, I looked it up once, and they were talking about the one that we've got here. Like, you know, this yeah. is the only one of these that's left. They <laughs> and may it never change. Yeah, because they never updated it. They never the no, no new song. Like it used to be from the guitar, and now it's just doing this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, it's, it's but is it just like a? Like I, I'm almost curious if like you know like do they keep. At Chuck E. Cheese, since like ours is in Rockford, is the only one left alive. I Do think. they like? I don't think it's the only one left alive, but I, in I Illinois, think. maybe I don't no, know. Like in the country, yeah. I, they, I looked it up. Do they like? But what you just store it and preserve it, or not, do they it's just not the only Chuck E. Cheese. It's the only it's Chuck the only Cheese thing Rockford uh, has, man. It's the only Chuck E. Cheese with a st- the stage show, the original. Oh, Chuck right, with the stage I see. Yeah. 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 There's still other ones, but yeah, the other ones have the. The other ones yeah, still like have other stuff. They just crazy. don't have those. Well, hell, the one of our stage show, we just, well, I, I bet they still have the Ninja Turtles arcade. I mean, <laughs> the Simpsons arcade. Oh, uh, Ninja Turtles. You know. Those Another good one. Brilliant. Yeah, because yeah, those are when forever. they started doing co-op. Wait, the first one. Yeah, like remember, the four. Uh, like, Gauntlet? Was Gauntlet, like, one of the first, uh, like, four-player? Yeah. 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 Warrior needs food. Warrior needs food. Or you can hit each other. Yeah. You can fight each other in the game. You ever play Gauntlet? I'm sure I have. Yeah, because yeah, then the there was like Ninja system. Turtles was like a big one, and then there was, I remember X-Men was a huge one. one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you can hear that in every arcade in the early '90s. Oh, <laughs> hear Colossus power up. Yeah, <laughs> optic blast. Optic blast. <laughs> so many, like, you know, just weird, like, uh, <laughs> I just, like, tweeted that. Optic blast. <laughs> oh, man, wow. 
my nerve just cranked. <laughs> and it's great how that stuff can just stick in your head. Oh, man. Like, just the sound effects from this movie, yeah. like... One yeah. little sound effect, one little power-up noise, and it just clicks off something for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's sure great does. that they can do yeah. that. Magic meets yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, like Tom, you were saying earlier about the solid snake when he pulls out the exclamation point. Right. And it's the. <laughs> yeah, and that's great. So it sounds like. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh boy. I keep badgering this point, but everything that, you know, like, maybe it's just because, like, Nintendo, I think, was my childhood system, but everything that, like, when we're talking about old games, everything that keeps sticking out, other than the arcade stuff, like, that was, those were Nintendo games, you know, that we're we're talking about. What, all the ones we just named? Well, just... Like, that they're on the system or made by Nintendo? That they're on the system, like... Yeah, because Nintendo, I remember... I want to say way before the machine, like wasn't Donkey Kong? Wasn't that like the game that built the house of Nintendo? Wasn't that their Probably. deal? Probably, I'm sure. Because yeah. I mean, Pac-Man was midway. Here or in the well, U.S. Like you know, yeah. Because I mean, those original games. I want to say like Midway out of Chicago made. I want to say they midway, made yeah. Pac-Man. They make uh, um, asteroids. I don't remember, but I remember the Nintendo logo. The first time I ever saw it was on Donkey, the Donkey Kong yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And I want to say that game was so popular. Which actually brings me to... An, have you guys seen a movie called The King of Kong? Oh, yes. Fistful of Quarters. Dude, you go to that website, that shit's still going still on. Still going. <laughs> still like, going. Like the rivalry between really? those two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, guys awesome. those other guys would beat the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. It's a documentary about this guy who has had like you know the top score in Donkey Kong. And then there's like the other guy who got the top score in... Like, 1982, and he's trying to hold on to his position. Well, that one, the dude in 82, he holds the top score for Pac-Man, Donkey Kong Jr. I mean, that guy holds, like, the top scores for, like, like, uh, like more like, video games yeah, than most people. Yeah, those dudes are hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that guy's crazy. Yeah, that's an awesome documentary. There's yeah. also another documentary I saw, like, it sucks that I, I, I don't know the name of it, but it's about those same people, because the guy that held on to this, or who's trying to hold on to the score... Billy Mitchell. Yeah, Billy Mitchell. They were part of a... Uh, Time Magazine did some sort of a... Uh, when they first did the first world record, like, actually held it there with Twin Galaxies. Mm-hmm. They tracked... It, there's a documentary where they tracked down all, like, 12 original guys that were part of that Times oh, Magazine. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, they tracked down Billy Mitchell again, and... Uh, they talked to a, a missile command guy or whatever. Right, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Perfect. Yeah, Mr. Perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot his name. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's a really good uh, second. Like, does uh, it go more into their rivalry for that? And it, well, yeah, it goes into the missile command rivalry because it also goes into because in King of Kong they kind of they go over that very slightly that there's a rivalry between him and Billy Mitchell about that, yeah, but they don't mention did. too much of it. It's uh, pretty mean. It just cracked me up, like, how much, uh, you know, those guys are, like, the rules. That's what I always love about, like, uh, you know, just nerd culture. Oh, my God. We get into, like, these rules where it's, like, you know, you have to go through these crazy arcane kind of, you know, <laughs> this has to happen before this, and then this, and then this, and then it's a regular That's the only thing. control they have over their nerdy lives. I think so, yeah. But, I mean, it was amazing. Like, what, you know, they were like, oh, he's not playing with a regulation board. Like, what yeah, the fuck? But then they let that Billy <laughs> Mitchell dude just send in a tape. Like, you can't, we don't do send in tapes. Oh, but that guy sends in a tape, and it's fine. Yeah, that was sure. a, Confirming that, you that you had the world record. Yeah. I don't know. Those bastards. Sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's also Erica's. Uh, I'm going to uh, Gen Con, which is the uh, the what is the greatest the greatest the nerdiest event in the world. Well, huh. that's true, but it's Jeez. also very cool. But no, it's a different it's a different kind of game. <laughs> yeah, but the thing that stands out about that was like just getting tickets, because anywhere else in the world you like go on their website and you order tickets, but not for Gen Con. For Gen Con, you have to like fill out this form and <laughs> send that in and do this and that. And the other thing, it was like Jesus Christ, and you got everybody who's come, going with you to fill out. And I'm like, oh. yeah, it was. Uh, you really want have to want to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get to Gen Con yeah. adventure. But I mean, that's like the extension of that thing. I remember going to comic book stores, you know, here in town, where like they would have like, you know, okay, now I gotta hand it over. You know, it's like I just want to buy this comic, and it's like, okay, I have to hand this over to you know my other guy here. Can you take a look at it? Yep. Make sure everything's right. Can you sign it? Yep. Okay, we'll <laughs> do it in triplicate, right? Okay, this one's gonna go in this pile. This one goes in this pile. I'm like, I just want to get out the door with my fucking comic book, and you got all these like crazy rules going on behind the counter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when they actually used to do that. That's like my comic store. <laughs> I remember when they used to do that. I'm just oh, paying. God, you want to check this? Check it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Everybody else should also look at. I don't know the guy's name, but uh, I know there's a few documentaries about the guy that created. Uh, uh, well, I mean, he says he has a hand in Pong, but you know, a lot of people say they have a hand in Pong. But he did create the Atari. He Is created. Bush now? I don't know. I don't. Okay. I don't know his name because he also created Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, because yeah, he's like, yeah, I, I created yeah, video games. I'm going to create a place yeah. where people come to play video games. It's Norman Bush now. That's a really a cool documentary, though. Yeah. Indie Game the Movie is a cool documentary. What is it? It's called Indie Game the Movie. It's about um, it's like the story of like the people who made uh, like Super Giant Games, like who made like Bastion and. Super Meat Boy and Super these Meat are like, Boy. Okay, what so are these? <laughs> what is Super like Meat Boy? It's these guys who just they can develop their own games given like the tools. That, like say even Xbox has like a, a content creation package that you can download from Microsoft, and it gives you like you know code so you can actually go in there and start building video games, and then uh, you can publish them. You can test them on your Xbox, and you can send them to Microsoft, and you actually get them published on Xbox huh. Live. And so there's, like, a flood of, you know, basement, you know, whatever, That's hobbyists. That's, like, the current, the, current, the current trend in video games, like, currently, right now, what's going on is is indie games are, like, super, super popular. Because, <clears throat> um, like, a lot of it's, like, a part of it's iOS, you know, like, what? I... I iOS iPhone it's the, games. It's yes, yeah, the iPhone operating system that runs and, all and, the Apple and Android stuff. games. Those things make like you know, like the people who made like Angry Birds, right? Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. like made by one or two oh, dudes, and you can like make like a you know a trillion dollars, you know. Right. Or like a gazillion dollars. Yeah, because right. now there's like Angry Birds <laughs> Monopoly. Um, <laughs> it's like why they made, they made Bad Piggies. Bad Piggies is awesome. <laughs> Bad Piggies is one of my favorite games. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's a lot. Of the trend is like these little iOS games and these little like Xbox K arcade games and and st- like you know through stuff like Xbox Live Arcade, PSN, PlayStation really supports a lot of indie and like Steam through PC are, are really big on supporting the indie. And it's just usually a studio that's like it can be one dude or just a like a two, three guys, 
and they make games, and you're, they're usually small in scope, but they, they generate a lot of money compared to what the cost is, yeah. as opposed to, like, you know, it takes, like, $10 million to make, like, the latest Tomb Raider game, and then it doesn't sell. So it's like the democratization of the platform or whatever. It's kind of like indie filmmaking. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, I think every, like, every art form goes through that, where, yeah, they're spending all this money on... You know, whatever. I mean, then usually they end up thinking about just kind of the visualistics of whatever they're doing. And then when something independent does go like big, then they're like, "This is the key. This is we're gonna hire all these guys." And then, like in another ten or twenty years, it's gonna be the same thing where their ideas are just big and grandiose, and you gotta find the next like. Well, I mean, you're, you're going back because I mean, the, the reason is all independent games is because of the iPhone prevalence plus. The PlayStation to Xbox generations lasted so long, so they ran out of ideas. So once, like, the new PlayStation 4 and the new Xbox come out, then you'll be back into the rise of, like, big well, blockbuster games. Like anything else, just oh, the technology kind of opens the floodgates. I mean, when you can make these games at home in your basement or in your computer room and upload them to the Internet, you know, and get them in the hands of Microsoft or whoever... Well, that's just like I mean, you couldn't do that no. five years right, ago, yeah. you know, or ten well, years ago, or whatever. Well, I don't know. I mean, I remember trying to code my own video game way back in the day, which was a choose-your-own-adventure. I think was the only thing I could do on like basic, you know, <laughs> it was a little language. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there were guys back then who could do stuff too, but it just seems it's more more it's widespread. Now. It seems like yeah. there's schools for it. Oh, there's you people can, you can, and now if you can download the shit yourself, you can you know, start screwing around with it when you're eight, you know? Yeah, because there's probably, like, I swear, probably, I mean, hundreds of versions of Mario Brothers that are just like, yeah, you know, hey, it's nude Mario, it's this Mario, you know, (laughs) just whatever. Well, Minecraft's also changed a lot, too. I mean, like, Minecraft's just, like, blown up. I mean, which is... This is a movie podcast. It's like a build, like just build shit. Like yeah, it's just like a build your like own, build your own world. world. Like, oh, it's all like it's all pixels and bo- boxes. Right. So like people just like spend hours. They building spend shit. hours building shit, and like they, I mean, when I say they spend hours building shit, it's like all of Game of Thrones built in Minecraft. Like the whole Fresh goddamn over. world. Too like we're, we're not scared. talking like the like the overhead map. You're saying like you could get down and actually run from Winterfell to King's Landing or something. Like that and yes. Go in the building. Yeah. Are you talking about? Okay, I, this is uh, gonna be like Game of Thrones. This is gonna be like a weird mind jumble just because I don't know much about video games. But I know there was some weird. Uh, I don't know if I, if I want to say it was a sword and sorcery, some sort of weird fantasy game that people have been putting lots of different skins on, and they did one of. Of Star Wars, where like yeah, literally you can like travel anywhere in the whole Star Wars universe. You know, Yavin, Tatooine, get down on the planet, yeah. explore it. And that's that's Minecraft. Is that? It's, yeah, it's the it's the current trend, and like it started off as just like literally just like kind of like a. It started off as kind of like a just a. Just but but it's all like boxes, right? So it looks like pixel boxes, so they're like blocks, and then and you just create things. It's like almost like Legos, essentially. Bit building. And so people, but 
Is you this know, like free to buy? I mean, is it free to get this thing? Or? It's it's free on the PC and then on the Xbox. I think it's like ten bucks. But I mean, I think the Xbox has like ten million people playing it. Is it a game? Yeah, it it is actually a game. They they actually have added like you know like combat and adventure and stuff like that to it. So somebody builds the Game of Thrones world, and there's a game you play inside that world. Yeah, or the game say, is building like, the world. You you build the world, and then what? Then it's just building it. the world. Yeah, well, it's like most second life. Like you just build your own little second world. Yeah, who who is the architect? Who is watching over these games? Uh, and giving them. Look at the AI. Yeah, so they just create something. And, and are they, they connected? Go. Yeah, can you pl- like bounce? You How do you get to go like into someone else's world that they've you created? Know, to, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, I've never played Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, no, I mean I, I I've never played Minecraft. I've just I just know of Minecraft. And I <laughs> what is this Minecraft? Bosses. Explain. I for we what I see from the beholder. <laughs> no, no, I've never actually played it. <laughs> for no. what I've seen, if it is the same thing we're talking about, what I've seen of my buddy playing, it is it's one game. It's one game almost like EverQuest or something like that where you would have set things that you do, but lots of different people have been able to make different skins for. It. There's like the Star Trek skin, there's the Star Wars skin, there's blah 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 blah. But it's pretty much the same. I mean, yeah, you change the names of locations okay. and characters. And okay. Yeah, but your actions, all that stuff, is pretty much still like in this. You know, it's already there. I think. Second yeah. Life is kind of like that too, where it's like you can create stuff too. So what's Second Life? Uh, Second Life was really big like a couple of years ago. It's starting to die off, but Second Life. Don't worry like about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking over. Don't get into it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's over. <laughs> Hey, you don't want to go to the second Third life. Third life's second about to play out. Mario <laughs> 3. Yeah, yeah. Se- second life is like a dirty, dirty place, man. That's, that's, <laughs> just, just, that's a cesspool well, you don't want to go to. Second life turned into a cesspool. That's awesome. Cesspool. I think, like, there's a lot, there's, there's a lot of porn there. and... Whoa. Whoa. It's like Tumblr. What's happening yeah, with the game. world of video yeah, games? You don't want to go there. That's a Maybe I'm just getting... It's a dystopian future? Is that what it is? Dystopian? A scary place. I think I'm getting old because, like, I feel like video games is, like, one of the first mediums that has, like, surpassed me, like, way over my head. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember a time, like, PlayStation 2, where I would, you know, read the the magazines and <laughs> play the games, yeah. and I was up with it. I felt, you know, I waited out. With yeah, kill, more everybody had Killer Instinct, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I was with it, and I felt like I could keep that pace, but now it's, like... There's I don't no know, way. see, There's like, no I, I've kept the pace. See, like, I can't, so and, I, and I keep the pace with, like, and so, like... So that is, like, your hobby, though, right? But, I mean... Like, see, yeah, I keep the pace yeah. with, like, PC gaming and console gaming. So, I, like, I, it's just video games in general. So that's my hobby. That's How has your what, brain not exploded? Like, that, there's so much there, you yeah, know? Yeah, oh, I'm like, just constantly, like, I probably spend more time, like... Reading about video games <laughs> and listening to podcasts about video games and watching video games, so then actually playing video games. So that keeps you current. Yeah. Like, okay. Much, yeah. It's one of those if you make it your world, you know more about it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's if you don't know anything about a certain music genre, then you get into it. You start finding I mean, out it's like artists Hollywood that horror movies. 
Well, yeah, but I still think like movies, you can still keep that. I don't think that that pace is out of control yet. Yeah, but well, like, unless you it, start it, including like all the stuff that's like direct to video and uh, a, yeah. and shorts and you know, I mean, if you yeah. encompass all that, your head would blow. Yeah, up. that's how yeah. I like. Uh, yeah. You, you know, go specifically like, I'm, if, if it's theatrical, then I know what it is. <laughs> if it is. But then again, like being a horror fan, you know, I've missed out on a, or I would have missed out on a few good ones that were straight to video. Yeah. You know, sometimes you gotta. I think that's why some people just like pick a genre and stick with it as their main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they can't yeah. do yeah. everything. Yeah, no, you can't be number totally one at every. You know, I love comics, Japanese anime, horror movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't be like completely knowledgeable about a hundred percent about all three things. Or it's right. just like Jesus. Yeah, that's why. Like, I mean, yeah. Colin's over here being like, you know, like, oh man, video games. I ain't got time to play video games. Right. I, I ain't got, got time to bleed. Because I got, like, all these movies I got to watch. And I'm like, man, I ain't got time to watch movies because I'm playing too many fucking video games. <laughs> like, oh, man, I just got to squeeze a movie in here and there, you know. I can't. Uh, so you guys are just on these two roads. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like waving to each other, like, yep. "Hey, I'm on the video game." Sometimes you. Yep. So then it's like, "Hey, what's going on over there? in video game or anything like, you know?" So when they make the movie out of the video game, they're like, just like connecting <laughs> right. on all yeah. levels right Boom. there. It's <laughs> like tonight, magic happens. And so yeah, so that's the question then. Uh, since this is like you're, you know, like you're all in on video games, then so like the announcement of Wreck It Ralph had to be like. Yeah, it was. Second it was. Coming. Yeah, it was like the same. Thing. It's like the new wizard. What what preceded, <laughs> what preceded Ralph? Was it Star? Tron? Tron? No, I don't know. Oh, I was gonna say Wizard. Wizard. Star. Oh, the Wizard. The Wizard. The, wi- the see the the Wizard is probably like the big when it comes to like video game movies and like the, the fucking impact of video game movies. The Wizard. The Wizard. Is probably like tell, the fucking Tell Sean and the listeners what the hell what the Wizard the is. What the fuck? You know? <laughs> Fred Savage, <laughs> man. Fred He's like, who's Savage? Fred Savage? I don't know. Explain it because maybe it's a little. All right, do you know who Fred Savage is? From the Wonder Years. Yeah. Okay. Now so he's a director. The movie, the God, I'm a human being, man. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> hey, nowadays people know Ben Savage. Fred Savage, been, uh, he's been over... Uh, no, nobody over knows Ben Savage. What? Boy, these fucking world! I know all the same. Anyway, yeah, Fred Savage. So the movie, no, the, movie the Wizard is basically like pretty much like the start of the Nintendo era. So it's about like Fred Savage is really good at fucking playing Mario. No, his brother is, isn't it? He's got like an autistic... Bro- I don't know if his brother's autistic or quiet, but yeah, his brother is like amazing at video games, and Wait, they're gonna see the yeah. wizard. Yeah, okay. he's the wizard, <laughs> and he's fucking awesome. And they meet a girl, and awesome uh-huh. Mario. They're on their way to uh, a video a game championship. Okay. Yeah, and that yeah. what the one of the biggest things about the wizard is they debuted Super Mario Three in this movie. Yeah. Mario Two. Uh, no, no, three. No, it was three because he was flying. Mario was yeah. fucking flying. He had the raccoon. Around that. Oh. It was part three. Oh, it was yeah. part three. Yeah. yeah, so that's like one of the big reasons why the... W- and the power glove. I and think it debuted glove. the power yeah. glove. The power glove, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't see it. Boom, shit. Uh, uh, what? You didn't see? No, I didn't see the wizard. But you know the power glove. Freddy Krueger used it. Yeah, I was going to say. Related to horror. Colin's got it. Freddy Krueger played the power glove. So I, I, I remember they like they, 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 the, the big thing was it was the unveiling of Super Mario Brothers three and the power glove was in it. It's not a great movie. No, I'm no, you know, <laughs> it's a great movie. And good but luck I know what I'll movie. bet I, I watched it. And I had like, good luck when I was really young. It was during the Little Monsters era where yeah. Fred Savage was just no wrong, you know. It had it when I was really Princess young, but it Bride. sounds familiar. Yeah, Princess Bride, freaking Little Monsters. 
All right, uh, so there was the there was Versa, Tron, there was the Wizard, and what else you got prior mm. to Wrecked Ralph? What, what's the uh, the last Starfighter? Last Starfighter. Yeah, that was a while ago. And like War Games kind of touches on. Yeah, War Game kind of touches on that whole video game thing you do. True, true that. Big. The dangers of video big, game big, players. Big has. Well, big I mean, I guess like I mean, big. modern big has a game in it. Gamer. Gamer. No. Oh yeah, gamer. Gamer. Yeah. Oh gamer, yeah. yeah. Gamer. Yeah, it's like a. It's like these. Co- what are they? Convicts or you know they. Gerard Butler is a game. Is is the he's the he's being controlled. Wait, no, he's, he's a real avatar. guy. Though. He's a real guy, yeah, but he's but being he's controlled. He's got something in his head. That he's, he's being controlled right. by Uh-oh. these players. And the players get rich. Yeah. So, uh, Sean, you and wanted Dexter's me to remind you about Pac Man. Oh, I just wanted. I saw a um, a very cool short film the other day about Pac Man. I don't know what it's. Oh, was it that horror Pac-Man? No, not horror Pac-Man. It's a horror Pac-Man. No, there's a horror Pac-Man that's like fucked up, man. It is fucking no. There's a a, I don't I don't know what it's called. Um, but there's a Pac-Man short film. You can just find it on YouTube. It's um uh it's got uh, live action actors, but then they're it's like they're creating Pac-Man as a as a military weapon. (laughs) So they all come into a chamber and they start up the system and they. <clears throat> they build Pac-Man, and it's it's like Pac-Man in a real life setting. It's Funny. it's amazing animation. <laughs> Funny. Uh. And the, the the Pac-Man animation is great. The ghost animation is awesome because they're like scary. Oh, it's wow. great. Find it on you can like I said you can find it on YouTube. Just like Pac-Man short film. Funny. You can find it. It's. Did awesome. you ever see a uh, Michael Bay's Angry Bird yeah, trailer? Yeah, no. Oh, it's so good, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you can find that on YouTube. Yeah. Michael Bay's Angry. Is that what we got on video game movies? I think we're gonna we're gonna take a break before we. Uh, uh, um, did we wanna? We watched a short film before. Oh Ralph. yeah, we we watched. We, I don't know if we, we wanna would, discuss. Well, do you wanna, wanna wrap up Racket Ralph or? Uh, yeah, what do we wanna do? Let's take a break. Yeah. Break. Uh, Seems like we should have already wrapped up Racket Ralph. I mean, we, we got off of that like should, forever. Ago. Yeah, we should probably wrap up Racket <laughs> Ralph <laughs> before the break. All right. Somebody's got to pause. Well, yeah, we might as well just wait for <laughs> Brett. <laughs> yeah. We're off for like two hours. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we'll start with you on... Me on Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. Are we wrapping it up? Or yeah, we we'll we'll start with Brett, though. to see this movie so I think uh, I was pretty let down by it 
I did not get the adventure I thought I was going to get out of it. Like like uh like Sean said, I thought he was gonna like jump to more levels or different video type of games. Uh, I thought all the actors did a really good job. Um, uh, but yeah, I think it just kind of hit me a little. As a little subpar, I suppose. I expected more, something more grandiose. Is that a recommendation? I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't know if I can like fully recommend it. I really don't. Do you think it matters if you see it in 3D or not? No, it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, if you want to, if you feel like wearing glasses while watching this movie, go for it. <laughs> Watch it in 3D, but might as well just save the money. But uh, all right, yeah, moving on. Uh, I thought the 3D was cool, but you know, I don't know. I'm predisposed to go that way. But you know, it's like, do you have to see it that way? I wouldn't say that you do. I agree with Travis. I agree with Sean and Travis. Pretty much that you know, I didn't really know a whole lot about this movie going into it. I. Uh, <clears throat> don't know, it just kind of like, you know, it was in the peripheral of, uh, you know, what I was looking at. Uh, so I, I knew that there was a Wreck-It Ralph. I knew it was about video games. I knew that video game characters from the past show up in it. So that was kind of a disappointment where, like, I'm looking at all of them. I didn't recognize any of the video game characters because they just weren't, you know, the stuff that I was playing. Where was Dirk the Daring? Where was Dirk the Daring? That's all I'm asking. Uh, you know, I mean, I knew that, you know, Tom would get more out of out of that part, I think. Uh, um silent. Yeah, so then it was like, you know, the uh, when he started jumping around, it was like, okay, so he's going to go through a bunch of different video games, and he ended up in, like, two, so that was kind of, and it it, it felt kind of long. Uh, I don't know, I mean, I, I guess, I guess that's what I, what I was kind of thinking before, is like, you know, if they're announcing it at Comic-Con, and, <clears throat> you know, I mean, it's, they're obviously going for the adult gamer, but... You know, I, I don't see the uh, it it skipped it passed me like the the relevance for it. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's more like a, a kids movie, you know. So I think what I recommend it. Oh, and that was the other thing too. One more point. Uh, it was halfway through the movie before I realized that uh, Sarah Silverman was playing the, <laughs> one of the lead characters, yeah. and I can't stand her. And it was when she was doing the jokes about like, you went to Heroes Duty. Did you wipe your hands? And I'm like, okay, so that's kind of what yeah. we're into. Duty, not that kind of duty. And I'm like, yeah, great. This is Sarah Silverman, and we got that kind of shit going on. So it's like... So clearly marked it as a kid. Yeah, well, and that was the thing, too, where it was like, you know, all right, I'm trying not to hold it against this movie that she's in, and I'm hearing her voice and can't stop it now that I know who it is. So, okay, barring that... If you yeah. like Sarah Silverman. If you like Sarah Silverman, <laughs> and you like video games, and uh, you like, uh, you know, the Sugar Rush, you know. Kind like of Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Then maybe, but otherwise I guess I would pass on Wreck-It Ralph. Brent? Well, so here's the problem that I see with this <laughs> film. And uh, it's everybody my age anyways and older is going into this film with some sort of like 30 years in the making preconceived notion of what this movie's going to be and the reason for that is the trailer because the trailer sets it up like this is this old 8-bit video game arcade system that he's gonna break out you know he's gonna go do his own thing and instantly like just that that notion of him breaking out and going to do his own thing makes me think oh he's gonna go they're going to go back to all my favorite games growing up. And watching this, like, they don't do that. 
They go they go to like one Halo like game and then right into Candyland and as soon as they get to Candyland it becomes this kids movie and it it is a kids movie I understand that but they're like they take the video game right out of it they pluck it out and it's all candy based and and you wait for it you wait for it and you don't get that nostalgia until I think the end credits I think and then I'm like why couldn't the movie have been like that <laughs> right yeah. cuz then then you have you have the uh you have the 8 bit you have the 16 bit the 32 bit games and they kind of just, you know, it would be cool to see Ralph start out. Did we already say this? Where he starts out 8-bit, and then he goes through. That would be great. That would be awesome. And then I would probably, that would add to the enjoyment of the film. But it just feels like they either copped out or cheapened it by just going from, like, this Halo world into the Candyland. So I have to say... You were led astray by marketing. I, I, I was, yeah. I mean, Second I went, time around, maybe it'd be better. <laughs> I, w- I went into it with this preconceived notion, which is bad. You shouldn't do that going into a movie, but I did. I do it all the time. Don't worry about <laughs> I think it was, like I said, I think it was 30 years in the making. So I, I have to say, pass. <laughs> That's pretty rough. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I really I, I enjoy this movie. It's... It's definitely not without its faults. I mean, I think they really do spend way too much time in that Candyland thing. Well, I mean, there there are some stuff with the racing stuff that is Mario World. And I get that. That's the, yeah, you know, I see where they're coming from. But uh, again, I kind of wish. I wish, you know, in the heart of hearts, it would have been like a movie jumping game and just they're going from game to game to game. And that's kind of what uh, you know you wish. But given what you're given. Um, I still really like it. I mean, it's a it's a fanboy. There's a lot of fan service, and you know, like me, I can recognize all these like hidden characters and just be like, ah, I know what that inside joke is, and I know what that inside joke is. And yeah. I I get it, and and um, you know, old school a bit gaming and and the preservation of you know retro style games is is kind of important to me as a person. Um, so I really like this game from that that point of view, and you know I consider it the Toy Story of video games or the what Hugo is to um, movies. So that raises a quick question: with you being a thirty-something male <laughs> that and it grew up, you know, basically the same as me, enjoying these video grew games. Up like you. Does this? <laughs> I grew up in a fog. <laughs> I grew fog. Up in, I grew up in a void. But so, like, is this like? Would this be the definitive? To this point, the definitive video game movie on your list, on uh, anyone's list. Nah, like, would you be like? Uh, I mean, I still probably say like The Wizard's probably the definitive one, as far as a video game. I mean, there's not that many good video games. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> They, didn't, they screwed up Super Mario Brothers for guys. <laughs> oh my god, they uh, did. Screwed Street up. Fighter what are you talking about? It's gotta be like a whole show itself is talking about how fucked up Mario Brothers are. talking about how they aborted video game movies. I mean, so what, there's Tekken recently. Yeah, and, and there's, like so there, there's not, there's, you know, video games and movies, they, they don't. Have not mixed. I love they, Mario just because it's so bad. They, 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 any video game that's based off a movie is usually fucking terrible. 
and any movie that's based off a video game is also terrible. And usually movies that are based about video games, they're usually terrible. Usually directed Especially by horror people. movies. And movies that are based oh about, like, video games that are based about movies, those are, ter- like, the, they're two genres like that you Kombat. think would, like, work. Uh, Tom's getting there. He's reaching a fever pitch. Come on. The, Come two, on. <laughs> the two genres that you think would work, that go hand in hand, they just, dude, there's, it's like oil and vinegar. It's just. They just don't. Just can't they, do it. They they cannot mix, and <laughs> yeah, which is strange because like comic books and movies mix like peanut uh, butter, peanut butter yeah. yeah, exactly. They're they're just like that, you know. Obviously, hey, uh, public, if you have if, <laughs> if you've been in a closet for the last ten years, <laughs> video games or comic books and movies they mix pretty well. So, I guess I cut you off. What would you say? Buy this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, I bought it day one, <laughs> and in 3D. Now, did you get a lot out of the 3D? Because I didn't. Did I, uh, no, I didn't really get a lot out of the 3D. But uh, the depth is nice. Movie, yeah, I the, mean the movies in 3D, and I I really like this movie, so I'm gonna fucking buy it in 3D. Now, who else Damn is surprised that this was nominated for Best Animated? Yeah, we, f- we forgot to talk about that, but yeah, I guess, now that you mention it, yeah, I was thinking about that earlier, I'm like, this was up for Best, best uh. Animated. Yeah, but it that was? whole category... I don't, yeah. I don't want to see Brave. That Brave is like... I mean, no, Brave is like... Brave is actually... Brave's pretty good, but kind of shitty. No, I, I, oh. yeah, but, I, but I would say that's the general consensus I've heard about. But comparatively, it. I would say Brave is more like something that you I think when you watch it, you, you go like, okay, I can get see more why, of an emotional. Yeah, I can see why you yeah. Brave make that a bad versus Disney. No, same thing though. Well, this same thing. But this, this is, is like Disney. John Lasseter executive produced this movie, Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, like it's still a separate. Thing. Yeah, I don't think can, P- uh, Pixar Studios didn't have anything to yeah. do with it besides John Lasseter. Yeah. Like they didn't produce any of it. Yeah. You can tell just based on so quality. I was looking at that at the right. End. It seemed more like a DreamWorks movie to tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just not that Pixar gold. Well, I just there. wonder about like I, I mean I understand Pixar why they came up with the uh, you know why the planes. I understand why they came up with the best animated, you know, feature uh, category at the Academy Awards because it's like it seems like so many times animated movies, there's so many of them produced that they get overlooked. So it's like, okay, we're going to nominate the animated movies. Well, there's generally like about five every year, and those are the five that get nominated every year. Yeah. And it's like I don't know if this, you know, I think that maybe why Wreck-It Ralph got in there, right? You know, uh, I think I mean, you, looking at the Academy Awards, like I mean. Because there's so, I mean, you only, there's only like, yeah, he's right. Yeah, there's only like five anime. So they're like, ah, this year's contestants are the Pixar movie, <laughs> the DreamWorks movie, uh, the, another DreamWorks. Tim Burton. Oh, that was Tim Disney. That was Disney. Pixar and DreamWorks. Just like yeah. our five movies yeah. and like, yeah, we're just like, this is all we got. Like, you, I mean, why don't you just, at? like, have, like, best horror movie? You know, like, I mean, they should just branch out and just be like, here's best horror movie, best... I'm actually kind of shocked they didn't, they haven't done that. Well, it's just, you I know, I mean, animation is kind of, you know, it's a different medium. I don't think they should. Yeah, but, I mean, should they be given animation a special treatment? Like, yeah, if, you're the, best, if you're the best animated movie, shouldn't you be one of the five or whatever, ten, you know, best 
pictures nowadays. Sometimes that they are, but sometimes they get nominated for that. Yeah, but they get double nominated then, and that's always where I feel like you know what the hell are you doing? This is just jerking each other. Yeah, but they never win. Well, no, but it's you know to be nominated. I guess I remember Beauty and the Beast did, and maybe something else did at some point. Actually, was nominated for best picture. Oh, really? Was the something recently, wasn't it? What was it? Oh, it was uh, uh, Toy Story 3. I think that was up for what? best. I got a best picture now. That right. was a fucking turd. What? Uh-oh. Toy Story 3? Uh-oh. It was not the best. Of the, it was not the best of the three, I'll tell you that. What? Yeah. It wasn't. What? It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Oh, my God. It was better than two. No. Oh, yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. By far. Oh, my God. The, the Terminator 2 ending to no Toy Story 3 way. was, like, the most brilliant. It's like, Were I was watching, I was like, this no, is what no. James Cameron was trying to do at the end of Terminator. <laughs> right here. No, I get that. I feel for these fucking inanimate things. <laughs> I agree, and it's great. That's they just all hold hands and start to go in, but um, still not. No, that was great. Just the idea of the whole like we're one, not two, played three. with That's anymore. Because Toy, Toy Story two, three, three is more my personal story of how like you know oh you're getting too old for toys. Toys are blood. That's the adult out of all three of those movies. Three is the you, the thirty year old dude sitting in the theaters remembering how much you love toys movie. Mm. <laughs> you know. Because part one is about the, I'm a cowboy getting taken over by the G.I. Joe space toy. Right. Uh, part two is the, hey, Andy's moving to college, and we're going to get left behind. Or, you know. Did you guys ever watch uh, The Velveteen Rabbit growing up? No, oh. I haven't. Oh, that's, 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 Paddington Bear I did. guy myself. Paddington Bear. That's Toy, that's toy uh, Story Paddington. 1. That's what it is. It's. It's is the, it? It's the toy that toy is trying to get home. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's being replaced. Yeah. Oh. And it's trying to figure out a way to get back in the hearts of crazy of its child. Me. But you guys haven't <laughs> seen that, so we really shouldn't talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like toy movies. Toy movies are some of my favorite movies, especially like when the, the toys come covered? alive and start trying oh. to kill you. Yeah, especially those types. Like, like ba- in toys, like Puppet Master. Oh. <laughs> Puppet Master. <laughs> I always like that. And it's eight the sequels. Small soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Small, soldiers. small soldiers. I did not like small. And oh, I like small soldiers. Of, uh, there was a Stephen King Battleground. It had William Hurt in it. It was on like uh, Nightmares oh, and Dreamscapes, that was awesome. where the the military toys all came along. That's awesome. He was, uh, yeah. It's really good. He's like an assassin or something, and he gets this package, and he's like, well, whatever, and there's a bunch of fucking army toys in it, and like, then like, they all come alive, and like the tanks come rolling out, little little dudes shooting at him, and he's like, going around his apartment, and I think at the end of it, there was like, uh, they break out like the... Included in this kit, yeah. the thermonuclear war, or warhead, or whatever. Yeah. Like, like that. The whole thing explodes. That's awesome. a really awesome one. Yeah. Nice. Nice toys. Toy movies. Yeah. yeah. And of course, Chucky. Killer toys. Yeah, and, how could we forget Chucky? <laughs> wow. Yeah, Chucky. That's like the opposite end of the spectrum. We got Wreck It Ralph and Chucky. <laughs> I was watching Wreck It Ralph getting that's diabetes two different while I was watching it. <laughs> Like, it's the <laughs> most sugary, brightly colored movie I've ever seen in my life. No, it's, it's not pink. It's salmon. It's salmon. It's, 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 it's salmon. Funny. That's a good time for a break. Boop, 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 boop. And we're back. So, okay, uh, welcome back, loyal listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're sorry to see you go. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still with us, uh, we commend you. You're okay. Uh, so we got to talk a little bit about. It. We watched something uh, before the movie tonight. We watched uh, 
portions of Jaws 3D. That's Jaws number three in, in 3D. 3D. In 3D. Which is how they did it back in the day. Because yep. they did the same thing <laughs> with Friday the 13th, part 3. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, kind of a like crappy transfer, yeah, though. Amityville 3D. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. Tom says it was a crappy transfer. That aside... Crappy it, transfer. It was, like, it blew my mind. I've never seen 3D elements come to the nose, my nose. Yeah, it's a different 3D than what you see today. Like, yeah. You don't, they don't make that much, mm-hmm. unless it's, like, per, did they even do that in, like, Piranha 3D? Oh, like, anything uh, like that? Not, that, not, yeah, I not think, like that extreme. I think that's the closest, but you don't get, like, Jaws 3D. Yeah, no, because there's stuff that, you know, it comes way the Fuck out there! I mean, it, it was really within. Does. It was within. Like usually, it's like if you reach your hand all the way out, you know, it's by the tip of your fingers. But like I was, you know, I had to bring my hand back closer to my face to find where the you know the end of that image was. It's to the point where it's like, is this just for me? Is everyone else? <laughs> <for them? laughs> You're seeing it this close, right? <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's right in front of my face. I'm reading titles. I'm seeing like pointy objects. Right. And the guy gets eaten, and bone chips are coming towards your face, like yeah. arms and appendages. And in focus, sure, it was a little grainy, but in focus, yeah. like the the point of you know like a steak is like right in front of your face while you're watching this, and it's it's amazing. It's awesome. And beautiful. this is, we have a platform, I was just talking about it's this. fun 3D. This is my my call to Hollywood to bring back that 3D, because what we, we gimmicky see... Gimmicky 3D. Yeah. I will take gimmicky 3D. I don't like any of this. Well, yeah, because yeah, like this, it, when you see something like that and it comes out and like fucking slaps you upside the head, you, you're going to remember. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's like, who cares yeah. what the story is? Who cares who loves who? You just had freaking bone marrow. Which right. is disappo- in your face. Just disappointing right. with like Wreck It Ralph, where it's like, here's a Disney thing. You figure like animation would at least like. Yeah, you they have the technology, but they don't. Do, it's like a, you're looking at a di- uh, diorama. It looks like a high school, you know, art show. Like <laughs> there's all this within the frame. There's all this depth going back, but there's nothing that's jumping out of the screen. And basically, yeah. I think what that is is they're cheaping out is what it is because you know everybody knows if you do watch Jaws 3D or Friday 13th 3D, you know shots look kind of retarded. You know they look kind of just ridiculous. Right, watching it normal. Yeah, yeah. Watch it 2D. Yeah, and that's and that's what they're doing. You know, they're making all these 3D movies now. You know, safe to view as a 2D movie, but that's yeah. just like back okay, in the yeah. well, right. back the in the day they this? didn't do that because that's how I grew up on them. Because any of these movies like Jaws three or Friday the Thirteenth Part three, I never like I grew up watching them regular 2D, and those shots just kind of look weird where the squirting stuff <laughs> right into the camera yeah. or the eyeball coming straight <laughs> yeah, towards yeah, the camera. Yeah. While while cool in 3D, like I didn't get the full <laughs> aspect of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, that's awesome, but why are they doing that? You're like, oh, okay. But when you see it in 3D, it fucking changes right. your it's life. Right, it's something different. Yeah. Oh my god, great. this is what they were doing. Right? It's one of those things where you don't care like what the purpose is. You're just like, sweet. Right? Yeah. And it's shit I've been yeah. like, I've watched since I was way young. So watching Jaws 3D right now in actual 3D, like I was geeking out just a little bit. <laughs> like I really wanted to see that shark come through the glass. A little disappointing, that but still I want to actually like... I would. I just want to watch like the Blu-ray version of that. Yeah. Like I would that. too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I that would help. It would just never sell. <laughs> I, well, I heard a rumor that they were going to be putting that out at the same time they put out the Jaws hundred thirty fifth anniversary, yeah. and it didn't happen. So I don't know what the fuck went on it there. Happened. You have I mean, to that get would the be Jaws box set or something. Yeah, that's your window. Oh, you know what movie's awesome? Like you're gonna go back and do it like now. Beowulf. 
Well, like awesome in 3D. Yeah, but that was because it was IMAX, and you know, you just kind of you feel closer to it. But I still think that what's going on in Jaws, you know, and the way that Jaws sells it is the thing, the the object that's in 3D is in the center of the screen, so you don't get like it doesn't get cut off by the top or bottom right. of the frame. Or it's not at an angle, so it doesn't yeah. just like oh, right. okay, it's made long. to poke you in the face. Yeah, they poke it straight <laughs> out at you in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know it's it's small enough where it goes right out to your face. And if it if it, like I think the reason why Sean, the reason why the glass breaking and jaws coming through the glass didn't work is because. Like, you see the edge of the frame, the glass breaking off into nothingness, you know, into the edge of the frame. Mm-hmm. And that just takes you right back into that 2D world, you know, even well, if it was just, like, one piece of glass or jaws actually coming through all the way through the yeah. screen. Yeah, Plus, the, the glass kind of went to almost like a blue tint right when he smashed through. Right, yeah. yeah and it's like, gla- looking through glass looks awesome in 3D, but when it changed to that weird blue tint, it ru- kind of ruined that. Right. Yeah. To that make that feel. scene be very effective, the shark would have to come keep going directly at you, yeah. which yeah. it did not do. I'm surprised yeah. there wasn't a lot of that. Yeah, it should have. Yeah. Like more shark in 3D. Mm. I think part of that was the technology too, because they had to switch to some sort of you know graphic of the glass just yeah. in order to break it into yeah. 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 pieces. Well, I've always said that I think part of the reason that that type of 3D went away was just because it was such a you know it, it causes eye strain. I mean, when you're watching that, you probably felt your eyes doing some kind of like yeah. I'm looking over here. Whoa, <laughs> you know, it's almost yeah. like your eyes are crossing. But I'm okay with that. Right. Yeah, I'm okay in limited like. Well, I'm okay in limited doses. Yeah, yeah, because they just choose moments to actually extra. throw some stuff out. But even yeah. the stuff that was not, uh, we didn't really watch a whole lot of that. But even the stuff in that movie that's not, you know, breaking out of the screen and coming right out, yeah, yeah still has a, a separation. Huge de- yeah. yeah, yeah, it Huge. really does. They were standing on the dock talking, and it was, there was a depth between yeah, them. Yeah, you was, literally yeah. feel the space between everybody when yeah. it's just like, okay, well, background's back there, nothing exciting, but, yeah. oh my God, I'm in this universe. You yeah. feel like you climb into the TV mm-hmm. and still have room to I can watch kill the job. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> like a, it's like a, it's a little bit of a cross between you know, well, I mean, like in the '50s stuff. I mean, I've seen like three, at least three '50s movies where they're not that extreme with the gimmicks, throwing stuff out at you, but the depth is still there. I mean, it's still like that, like whoa, you know, impressive depth. And then, like pretty much everything Avatar, post Avatar, you know, they're doing all this. You know, it's 3D as an augmentation. You know, so it's like, yeah, things. Be, I mean, just comparatively, Wreck It Ralph was like, you know, it's like okay. I mean, it looks more real, you know, everything's rounded and everything feels kind of, you know, but it doesn't have that same kind of jaw-dropping effect that, like, I am aware every second of the movie that I am watching a 3D motion picture. Right. You forget with, like, new, and this is the thing, I guess, that bugs me. It's like, you pay the premium to go see a 3D movie, (laughs) and you, halfway through it, you forget that the thing is in 3D. Yeah. Right. It just becomes an accepted way that you're watching the movie, and it's like, you know, I don't, I don't feel that I'm getting my money's worth. Right, and that's the fact that it's animated, right? I mean, the, it's just the, f- the fact that it's an animated movie. Yeah. I don't think you get that. You well, can't get that depth out of something watching something that's like. See, I would say you have more like control over yeah. uh, animated. It's like if anything, watching it animated, I expect more because you have more control over your environment. Like uh, Meet but the Robinsons was a really good. Uh, 
3 D movie. Okay. Yeah, Meet the Robinsons was I mean, kinda of lackluster story, I thought, you know, like subpar movie. But I just remember the T Rex. Yeah, the three D was actually really good. Um I thought it was a chance some meatballs had some good three D. Yeah, but yeah, they're all all of these are still like you know, within that like you know depth. Yeah, I mean, no, no, Cloudy's got some like stuff coming out at you. Like uh, Hugo actually had a depth setting that was. Oh, little, Hugo, do you have Hugo? No, not that, no. Uh, but uh, I only have it in 3D. 3D TV. The uh, <laughs> I do not. The uh, I remember at one point hearing somebody talking about 3D photography as you know stereo photography, but you know two eyes. Yeah. And they're like, okay, when when we first came out with like stereo stereophonic recording. People would do gimmicks where you know you would hear the guy talking in the left ear, then he'd mm. move over to the right ear, and it's like, or we'd only do you know this thing in the left ear and the other thing in the right ear, and it was very gimmicky. Yeah, right? ramble then, on, Led Zeppelin, ramble on. Yeah, or or Crazy Train by Ozzy. Yeah, listen to that one. Yeah, and then eventually and they would yeah. get. They came to a point where you know they found like an accepted stereo field, right? So it's like where stereo, the stereo field would just add like an augmentation is like things feel more like this is how you should be hearing it this feels more of a mirror of how I hear things in real life and so the analogy was that stereo photography is going through that same thing or went through that same thing where like in the beginning it was like we got we can do all this stuff so we're gonna whoa look at this you know we can like poke things out into the audience and do all that and then eventually like over time it just kind of scaled back into like okay now it's at the point where, like, oh, this is kind of how you see the world anyway. You see, you know, two eyes. Yeah, but in order in to watch a movie in 3D, it's like I got to play a premium and I got to wear these glasses, which are, like, kind of uncomfortable in order to pull it off. And if I'm at home, then I got to wear glasses that, you know, like, either have batteries or are expensive or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's like you still got to wear glasses. You still have to play a premium for the DVDs and for for the Blu-rays and to see it at the movies so it's like yeah. for something that's not like oh this is just how it should be like if I watch you know chances are if you watch Wreck-It Ralph in 3D and then Wreck-It Ralph in 2D you'd be like I didn't really notice a difference yeah cause you're still gonna get that willing suspension of disbelief <laughs> from a 2D movie like at some point if yeah. you're focused on the movie you're in that world mm-hmm. yeah. for sure you've, so, al- you've always been able to determine space and 3d yeah worlds like since I mean, the dawn of time I and mean, that's why they have you know the the focus and you know stuff they do in movies to imitate you know the the human eye where you know putting the background blurry been doing that yeah. Since yeah. film began you know. so we don't really need it so yeah, it's being 3D. Yeah, without it being. But what we do need from 3D is that pointy object. More pointy eye. Yeah. I swear to God, dude, my bloody Valentine. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that my bloody Valentine yeah. was a but, really fun but, movie. It, yeah. it was, but it's also to blame for everything we got after it. That yeah. that that is no, the reason. No, no. Scream was to blame for everything. No, no, that <laughs> no, no. My bloody Valentine 3D when they released that. That's the reason because it did so well at the theaters because it was in 3D. Is the reason why everything after it got post converted to 3D or every horror movie? No, no, my bloody Valentine. I mean, that's why every horror movie got like, oh, we're gonna do it in 3D because it'll make more money because it hadn't been around for so long for horror movies that when they did with My Bloody Valentine, everyone said, hey, it's made money. Yeah, My Bloody Valentine. 
Poke Yeah, it tried yeah, to actually it. poke me. What I saw there was like poke me. You know, it's like James Cameron goes, "I'm gonna make, av- I'm gonna bring th- real 3D. We've perfected it, so now we're actually gonna have 3D as a viable option, you know, to 2D in theaters." And the My Bloody Valentine's folks, you know, they're like, "Hey, we should make My Bloody Valentine in 3D." So they went off and did it because they're cheaper, faster. They got into theaters before Avatar, but they were motivated because he spent two years telling everybody. 3D's coming back. And they're like, well, let's get on the fucking bandwagon. So they made it. Horror, sci-fi, and fantasy, and 3D have always been bedfellows. Yeah. You know, so it's like no, I like agree. The, the, you know, that's how they're like... Even in comic book form. Well, yeah. Final Destination's kind of like boring now, because it's been like three <laughs> movies. But if we do the fourth one in 3D... People right, showed up. <laughs> and I agree that they've always been gone. Yeah, they've always been together. They've always gone good together. Yeah. But it had been very dormant in that genre. Oh, it had been. Bef- yeah. way but it was Avatar b- brought b- it back. But that brought that back. But how was Avatar as far as like pointing? Never, I never saw. saw, I never it was saw it. Horrible. Yeah. I didn't. Everybody seen Avatar? Like, I haven't seen it. They're like the islands were floating. I don't know what they're talking yeah, well, it's about. Got the, it has the same kind of 3D in it that Wreck-It Ralph has. I mean, it's basically like that. There's maybe a couple more moments I could pinpoint where like I remember something coming off the screen, but what his agenda was on that was to sell you psychologically because he created the entire like that forest doesn't exist. That's an entirely CGI forest. You've got real people interacting with CG characters, you know, photorealistic CG characters. So I think what he was thinking was like the 3D is going to sell it to you on a psychological, subliminal level that you are going to believe everything you see is 100% real. Okay, so he's still grounding the 3D in a real world. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, okay, so I see why you're doing it, but then, you know, why do I need... Yeah, why do you need this? uh, Whatever, Underworld, you know, evolution (laughs) in 3D. You know, it's like... You know, why do I, I need my Prometheus soul to take again? Because that's like, again, you know, we're gonna try and do like a thing where we're presenting a fantastical world, fantastical, you know. Yeah, yeah, but but the whole idea of 3D is getting lost. Like it's getting, it's in the fog. I, don't know, I, I think it just changed. changed. Yeah, it changed. yeah, it, it just changed the whole idea. The, yeah, that. the whole idea had. And I apparently mean, it's evolved, okay. but not. For the better, I don't think. No, think it's not at all. Well, just for the money. Yeah, definitely just for the money. From the uh, well, yeah, for here especially, I'm, I'm you know always following the trends on, on 3D and stuff because just you know being a fan of it. Overseas, like it's huge in like European and and uh, what was it like Chile and like Spain and stuff. I mean, it's like a big deal, like a bigger deal than it is here. Like they <laughs> just want yeah. 3D content like crazy. And the 3D content they're looking at, I mean, even I remember in the 70s, or no, it was in the 80s when they were doing, you know, like the Jaws Friday the 13th stuff here, uh, there had been some 3D films made in the 70s. I mean, I guess there was here too, but, you know, uh, the comparison was, it's like in Europe, you know, 3D is used more as an enhancement and not so much as like a poke you in the eye kind of thing, where like the American audiences wanted the, you know... We wanted the the gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. The thrill of 3D. So kind of what we're doing now is what European cinema has always And preferred. paying their gas prices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd rather take the gimmick to tell you the truth. Oh, yeah, because well, I, yeah, I don't see any point in it. No, yeah, I don't yeah, either. Yeah. Like, right, like yeah, I'll yeah, take Piranha yeah. 3D in, like, that is a movie where 3D is... Yeah, like should be on it. <laughs> I want to see it in 3D. Harold and Kumar's oh, 3D yeah. Christmas. Oh yeah, oh man, again. that was 3D. <laughs> I want, yeah, I want the gimmick. Journey yeah. to the Center of the Earth. I think. Yeah, that, that was really 3D too. Yeah. yeah. 
like it? No, I was just well, gonna say uh, a trailer I just saw that it looks like the best 3D I've seen in just a normal movie setting is The Great Gatsby. That trailer looks awesome. Now that's in 3D. coming out in 3D. Really? It looks 3D. amazing too. Now that's, it, that's, like, that it seems like a weird combo to me. Now I haven't it seen the trailer for so it. so much. I mean, it's crazy. I've never seen just a normal movie pop as much in 3D as as The Great Gatsby looks. Did you see Lerman? Hugo? No, I did see Hugo. Yeah, it is Baz Luhrmann. The only reason I keep bringing up Hugo is because I mean. I I'm just trying to get, you know, like, so want to. Scorsese is obviously a student of, like, I mean, he knows the 50s 3D movies, you know, probably pretty well. And so when he shot his movie in 3D, I mean, there is, like, I'm not saying it's Jaws 3D caliber, like, you know, stuff, crazy depth. But there is a, a wider separation of depth in his movie than, you know, Rec- even Wreck-It Ralph, for instance, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I still think the greatest crime against 3D cinema in recent history, I mean, aside from the Clash of the Titans conversion, where that thing doesn't, it doesn't work. It looks terrible. I mean, yeah, Clash of the Titans is horrible. Yeah. But uh, actually shot in 3D was uh, Ghost Rider, the second Ghost Rider. Uh, I mean, I swear to God, there's like no 3D That's just no a crime against humanity to begin movie. with. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's a it's marketed as a 3D movie, and like you can watch that movie with your glasses off, and it looks exactly the same. There's no separation of the images. There's no depth. It is shallow. I mean, it, yeah, it is not worth it at all. <laughs> so did they just not know what they were doing? Well, yeah, isn't that know. just a conversion? They didn't shoot it in 3D. I want to say, I, I thought I heard that they shot no, it in 3D. No, I don't believe it. I think it's just no. a conversion. Okay, well, either way, it was like, whatever they're doing and calling it 3D, they're lying to you. It is, they, it is driving. Lying fuckers. Driving. Driving, yeah. But that was from the guys who made My Bloody Valentine. Guys and even that doing. wasn't as awesome as I was hoping following my bloody mm-hmm. Especially yeah. with Nicolas Cage. So, yeah, Nick Cage should have been like on uh, uh, Ghost Rider 2. He should have been like, hey, guys, I can take care of this. I'll fix the problem. <laughs> 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 when, when, did, uh, when did Ghost Rider 2 come out? Uh, two years, last year, two years ago? I mean, that, yeah, that trying uh, to figure out if it was before or after ago. Andrew If there's angry. any superhero movie that needs a reboot, that's after. that one. That was the reboot. That was <laughs> the yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was the sequel. I yeah, mean, but, it's uh, not yeah. a reboot. I say let it let it die for... No, like, Ghost Rider? For like no. five... No, let it die for like five years and I mean, then... Ghost Rider is no. such a good story, though. It's oh, like, yeah. The sequel... Dude, uh, I agree, but when you get Nick Cage in a bad yeah, way, yeah, we don't need Nick Cage as Ghost Rider. Period. Nick Cage is not a cool actor. We got actor. forty seconds. Well, we know you're bald, dude. Don't around. try and fool us with the wig. It's not no, I was just work. saying about uh, comic book movies need, er, needing reboot. Uh, they did Dread, and fucking nobody went and saw it. And how long is it but since the Sylvester Stallone one that nobody liked? Forever ago. Uh, yeah, and that movie is actually good. No, nobody not likes. the Stallone one. The one with Carl Urban, the new Dread, is actually a good movie. Everybody I hear that's seen it really likes it, though. Yeah. I like don't it's hear it's good. Like, if they see like, it, they like see it, but it. nobody fucking but wants to see it. But it's going to get... Because it was like, oh, it's going to be stupid. Like It's going to get this straight to... Like, now that it's on video, it's going to get around. Yeah, because we're talking about it. Well, just because, whoa, whoa, like I said, a guy a guy at work just the other day came up to me. Hey, you see Dread? Hasn't it been doing really well on DVD? Yeah, video on demand. they still aren't greenlighting a sequel. No, I don't think they will. Yeah. I wonder how good it did overseas. I mean, they really know the character. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, Judge Dredd's really character. barely right. a Everything character. Everything does better here. overseas. Alright, well, we're out of time, I guess, for this episode. So, gamers, how do we get a hold of us? friends, you can find us on the World Wide Web at SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com uh, That's where you can get a list of all of our previous episodes. Listen to your heart's content. You can subscribe on iTunes or Podbay or through your favorite RSS reader. You can also email us directly at Saturday Night Freak Show. 
Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com. And you can get a hold of us on Twitter. We're at Sat Freak Show. You can talk to us there or follow us. And you can also, and this is what I really recommend you do, is like us on Facebook, because you're on Facebook anyway. Like us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com, Saturday Night Freak Show. We'll post uh, pictures of the amazing dessert that we had tonight. We'll post factoids about Wreck-It Ralph and the other movies that we watch. So uh, find us there. What are we watching next week? Uh, Next next week. week. Are you ready for this? We're going to watch Who Framed Roger Red. Please. (laughs) That's pretty good. We're going to have some dip, and it's going to be great. It's going to be some great. Some dip. <laughs> oh, my God. It's dip. Turpentine benzene. Calls it the dip. Calls it the dip. Pum 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 p